we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. Season two, coming in hot. How we doing? I'm so excited that you're here. Seriously, so grateful that you are taking the time to listen to this episode and being a part of the Positively Real community. I'm so grateful. So very excited about the second season. Have some fire, flames, fuego guests and episodes coming your way from stress management to healing trauma, law of attraction, and so much more. This show is your one-stop shop for all things mind, body, and soul, baby. That's right. Mind, body, soul, because it is all connected. And when all of those areas are in harmony and flowing together, that is how we are healthiest and happiest selves. So before we get into this episode, I just want to thank you again for being a part of this amazing community and sharing your feedback and suggestions and sending me your biggest takeaways. Um, I love connecting with you. So it is so exciting because this is the most consistent piece of content, I would say, that I've ever done. And it feels really, really, really good and really aligned to take action on it and continue to take action on it. And the reason I keep taking action on it is for you. And every time I come up with an episode or I sit down and start to brainstorm, I just think of that one person that one person that needs to hear this message today. And if I reach that one person, then I have done my job. So maybe today that one person is you. And today's episode is all about how to take your power back. And I want to share with you an experience I had recently. And if you get my emails, you probably already know about this. And if you don't receive my emails, definitely sign up for them because I share a lot of goodness and you can sign up in the show notes. But anyway, season one ended, it it was like very divine timing, I would say. Um, I received a review and I got way more out of that review than I ever could have imagined. And That's kind of where I came up with the idea for this episode because I want to teach you how to take your power back when you feel powerless. And this came after a major breakdown to have a breakthrough. And that's when the best breakthroughs happen is when you have a breakdown. And I would definitely say I had a little bit of a breakdown and it's not a bad thing. Now, before you like go and like text me and you're like, are you okay? I'm great. I'm better than I could have ever imagined. So I'm all good, my friend. And I wanted to just share this with you because I doubt that I'm the only one that has 
felt powerless to an external experience. And I just want to share my experience with this. So season one ended on a high. I was so excited about the feedback and I was creating the whole entire plan for the rest of the year for season two, not to mention the dope cover art for my girl, Vanessa, like so creative, so out there, so funky. Uh, So I was like, I'm pretty excited about it. And I still am. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm stoked. I wouldn't be here, Um, but it's a different type and it's for a good reason. And let me tell you why. So when I was putting together my weekly email that shares a story and shares the podcast, I needed the link for my show. So I popped on over to Apple podcast and went to my show and I saw there was a new review and I got really excited because I love feedback and I love reviews. And I was just like, Oh my God, what did they say? And my excitement quickly shifted to panic when I saw what was written. Moron. Across the screen. Tunnel vision. That's all I saw. Moron. Moron. So the review went a little something like this. Moron. This girl is a well-known moron in Arizona. She's incompetent in her life and you should not waste your time on her. Something like that. My heart sank into my butt. Fear of rejection kicking in. Fight or flight. I could feel that energy just moving through my body. Oh my God. I wanted to escape. I was like, where's the eject button? I wanted to disappear. And what I mean by escape is really escape my body. I just wanted to get out of there. And I've mentioned this before, but if you're new to my show or new to my story, I'll share it again. For most of my life, I believed I was stupid, like really dumb, broken brain status. I thought something was wrong with me because concepts and subjects school were very easy for the people around me, yet I always struggled. So you could imagine (laughs) that reading this comment sent me in a tailspin. One of my biggest fears of creating a podcast, putting myself out there, using my voice was being called dumb. Like, well, that was a surface level. But you could imagine that, you know, that probably just didn't feel very good at that moment. I felt defeated. I felt powerless. Have you ever felt powerless? You know, That feeling that arises when we find ourselves in a really, really, really difficult situation and we don't see any solutions or any improvements and we can't find any way to escape. And then if we do find a solution, it almost seems impossible because we don't have the courage or the energy to take action. Yeah, that kind of powerless. And it's amazing that just words, that comment could all of a sudden go, take away my power. Now, I am in control of that. I gave away my power to those words. I really did. I wanted to disappear. I was like, oh, nope, done. I'm closing up shop. I'm never going to create again. Like, And mind you, this is all in a 90-second span, but this is what was going on in my mind. 
I was like, I'm done. I'm not creating anymore. I knew this was a bad idea. I told you you shouldn't have done this. Like literally just every possible thought that could come out did. And I could feel it. I could feel myself wanting to distract. So when I mean distract, I wanted to grab my phone and just go on Instagram or grab food and like try to make myself feel better that way. And in the past, that's definitely what I would have done. Um, but because I've been doing so much work on integrating how I have how I feel and my emotions into my body, I knew what was going on after that 90-second freak out. And I made a conscious decision to just allow it and just be. And I'm not saying this was easy because it hurt really bad. Um, but it was just the emotion. So I was like, all right, let's go. Here we go. So I sat, I was like, what am I feeling? Oh, sadness. Oh, defeat. Okay. Come on. All right. Come on in. You're going to be here anyway. So like, well, I'll just make a room for you. And there I sat, I felt, I cried. I cried some more, cried a little bit more. You know, ugly crying is really the best though. Oof. But as I was like kind of like coming back from my cries, my tears, it really came in like waves. Like when you're really in tune to your body, you can feel it in a wave. Like right now when you're in it, it kind of is like, oh, what's going on? But like when you take a step back, like that's what I was experiencing, waves of this emotion, this energy, this vibration. And as I was kind of coming back, to myself, I realized that that, those, that crying, those tears, that was not 31-year-old Brittany. That was my like seven-year-old self who never felt smart enough and who always felt behind. That's who was crying. Because the Brittany that I am today, the 31-year-old self, I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm resourceful. So I knew that the way I was reacting was clear that I had some serious healing to do. And when I mean serious healing, I really mean serious feeling because the way to heal is to feel. And I had really, I didn't do that much when I was younger. For most of my life, I didn't allow myself to feel any of the quote unquote bad emotions. I just like to view them more as difficult than bad or good. I wouldn't allow myself to feel sad. I wouldn't allow myself to feel powerless. I didn't allow myself to feel hurt. And the reason I didn't, because I didn't feel safe to feel. So I thought that if I was a good girl and I just put a smile on my face and I acted like everything is okay, that things would be okay. So I learned to push it off, act like things didn't bother me. And that resulted in being very, very, very distracted. So knowing these things about myself, when I sat and I felt and it hurt and it ached, it let me know. It provided me with the most valuable information that I could have possibly gotten in that moment. Because when a person is reminded of past trauma, their bodies act as if the event is happening. So returning to that fight or flight mode that I mentioned earlier. 
And sometimes that sensory trigger can be such an intense emotional reaction. It often happens before we even realize why we're upset. So that was my like experience in the, like, I don't know. It was like, I, I didn't really give it a time frame, but the feeling experience was about 90 seconds of just fully being open to that feeling. And then I went into a place of reflection because if I didn't, I wouldn't have figured out why I was so triggered. Cause like, I know that I've been doing a lot of work on the belief that I'm not smart enough, but it wasn't so much that it was the word moron and moron was a big emotional trigger for me. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't sit there and write down what's going on. Like I, I literally grabbed a pen and paper and wrote what's going on. And I just let it flow. And I figured out what was going on. I was like, Oh, Okay. That is some interesting information. I didn't even realize that existed in me. So I'm sharing this story with you because I can sit here and feel all of the feels and the gratitude for that type of comment. Now, I definitely didn't react that way at first. I like wanted to just like go, ah, like I just, I, I wanted to scream. I was so upset. Um, but in that 90 second, I allowed myself to just go through that. And now on the other side of it, this is where you gain your power back. So I really, I wanted to share this with you because on the other side of that whole experience was my power. I felt mental and physical clarity and freedom, freedom from the beliefs and patterns that have held me down for so long. And I'm sharing this with you because I'm sure something like this has happened to you before. And often things leave us powerless and it's really easy to blame people and circumstances and words, the reason why we're acting a certain way. But what is so important in a situation like this is having self-awareness. And that is by far the most important thing because I was very aware of what was going on. And I was aware of myself wanting to shut down and I was aware of myself staying open. And in the past, like I said, I would have shut down. I would have pushed off the comment like it didn't bother me. And instead, I would have just replayed it over and over in my mind and it would have just gotten stuck in my body. And instead, I just allowed myself to be the observer of what was going on. And thank goodness for mindfulness because that practice has really – like I did a podcast episode called Mindfulness Saved Me From Myself and it really has. Like I know now that I am not my thoughts or my feelings but I am the observer of them. And those thoughts and feelings are just information. And I got so much information out of this experience. So I want to tell you what I did and how I worked through this. So what really helped me was breathing because I could feel it. It was like in my body, it was oof, like, I, I was like, I, like I, I first I just wanted to hold my breath because I was in shock. And then I reminded myself deep breaths. And the reason why that was so helpful, it was telling my mind that everything is fine. There is not a threat. There's not a bear or tiger that's about to attack me. Like It's just some words. So I really wanted to focus on my breath. And that's what I did. Big inhale, big exhale, like really just getting into my body, into my body. Because a lot of times we create stories around pain and that's the only thing that can hurt us. So it was important for me to change the relationship that I was experiencing with pain. And instead of wanting to like get away from it, I just breathed through it. 
So breaths were incredibly helpful because it helped move that energy throughout my body. And then the next thing I did was literally surrender and allow what is. Like I can't change what happened and I didn't want to change it. I just wanted to allow it to be there so I could just experience it because I'm not separate from it. It is I am that emotion. So I didn't want to like, you know, push it away. So I just surrendered and I allowed it to be there. And by doing this, I was allowing myself to release old patterns and stories because my mind instantly wanted to find something like wrong with me and tell myself that I was broken. But just by allowing it to be there, that story really couldn't exist. So when we are emotionally triggered, um, you know, there's there, we can be emotionally triggered in a positive way, but we don't ever talk about that because it just feels good. But when we're emotionally triggered in a like challenging, difficult way, I think that the most important thing to do is take responsibility for our reactions to that trigger. It is way too easy and very convenient to blame the trigger or the event that formed it. Like could have very easily been like, well, I'm acting this way because of this. Like I could have just perpetuated it and like done this whole thing. And don't get me wrong. At first I wanted to blame it, but that doesn't do any good because that's when we feel powerless. So the power lies in taking responsibility for your reactions and also your action when triggered and afterward. So by doing this, you are empowering yourself to move forward and leave the past in the past where it belongs. Another way to deal with triggers is not to fear the emotions that remain raw and partially hidden. Instead, you want to focus on accepting your emotions and recognizing them as a part of who you are. It's only when we recognize and name our emotions that we can fully own and better control them. So like I said earlier, it's not about not having any pain. It's shifting our relationship with pain and realizing that it's a part of being a human being. It's a part of the human experience. And the last piece is really paying close attention to what caused you the problem. So like I said, I grabbed a journal and I wrote down what I was experiencing because I have definitely disassociated in the past and I didn't know why. And there's been certain um, events that have caused that and I just shut down, completely shut down and I completely missed the lesson. And I, I think about those times a lot and because I was so far out of it, it's hard to recognize what the trigger was. So now when I have these moments, I just write it down. Journaling is so powerful and just having a notebook and pen um, handy for experiences like that really do help help you gain a little clarity and understanding of of yourself and what's happening um, inside your, your mind and your body. It's important throughout this is to notice what causes triggers. I mean, really, if we don't know, then we can't heal because the more you know about yourself, the easier it will be to heal. And like I said, like this sounds like a a lot like mindfulness and that's because it is. I mean, mindfulness plays such a big role in healing emotional hell that we experience from time to time. So 
yeah, this is a lot like mindfulness. And if you haven't checked out my mindfulness episode, um, I have a couple of really good ones. I'm with Donnie Starkins and I did a solo one, but man, mindfulness. And it's, it's really exciting because I've been doing this work for so long and it's coming together. Like when I have these experiences, I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I do this. This is why I practice meditation. This is why I journal. This is why I practice gratitude is because of when things like this happen. So now like my power, like, okay, now that I have my power back, like what do I do because I've completely shifted? And I realized that that review, the timing that it came, it needed to come at that time for a very specific lesson and a very specific reason. And by getting my power back, instead of being like, why did this happen? It was a different shift. It was a different perspective. And I knew the end of the day, that that happened for me for a reason. And there was a big lesson for me to learn. And that is where you hold your power is being able to shift that story and let go of old stories. Like if we outsource our pain onto something else, we completely miss the mark on what it's trying to teach us. And that is such a powerful place to be. So that was the first thing was really learning that some sort of energy that I was putting out was attracting that review and I needed to hear it. Now, once I gained my power back, a big part of this whole experience is reframing, coming up with a new belief. And I've been working on different beliefs, but working with my coach kind of just challenged me after everything that I that I do for the past couple weeks has been saying, wow, I'm really smart. And it seems so silly, but it's that simple that you can actually rewire, reprogram your mind with just simple phrases like that. So everything that I do, like, all right, wash my hands. Well, I'm really smart. After I finish work for the day, I'm really smart. Just really repetition, getting that mantra really into my subconscious. And what my coach reminded me was like, my beingness is really smart, like just by me being alive. And for you, it might be something else. I can only speak for myself, but I work with a lot of clients and there is this underlying belief that we just aren't good enough. And that belief of not being good enough ends up driving our life choices. And let's be real. I've asked a lot of people, what is good enough? Seriously, if you can tell me, send me a message. Because when we think we're not good enough, we end up trying to prove our worth and it becomes our motive behind everything that we do. It can literally drive our whole entire life if we let it. We could spend our lives constantly trying to do and be everything we think we need to or should be doing just to be enough. And that is exhausting and there is no power in that. Absolutely no power in that. So honestly, where the power lies is turning those beliefs around. I try to find some truth in it. I ask myself, like, am I a moron sometimes? Yeah, I am a moron sometimes. I do stupid shit all the time, but that doesn't mean I'm not smart enough. And it's true. I definitely struggle with basic math and my grammar and English could be better, but it's cool because technology helps me with that. 
And because technology is so awesome and helps me with that, I can actually focus on my strengths and what I'm really good at. And that is freedom. That is mental freedom. That is power back just by shifting that. Like I feel that in my bones and I truly believe that. It's like, yeah, sure. I am a moron sometimes. That's okay. That doesn't mean I'm not smart enough. And you know what else is true? Steve Jobs, he was probably called a moron for dropping out of college and Mark Zuckerberg for creating Facebook, sitting in his dorm, creating this social platform. And I'm pretty sure the Kardashians have been called every name in the book. Most likely stupid, idiotic, dumb. I'm sure it's happened some point in their life. So what that tells me is morons make money. And, you know, that's not a bad train to be on. I'm all, I'm all for that. So those were like, that is what I did with my perspective and my mindset shift is like, I got my power back by changing my thoughts, by finding truth in what I was experiencing, by owning both parts, the dark and the light, because that is what makes us human. And what I've learned two things. I mean, I've learned a lot, as you can tell, but there's two two really big takeaways. And the first takeaway is I really, I think that the most successful people in the world are not only successful because of their brains, and I know that plays a big part, but I think it's their ability to feel all of the difficult and challenging emotions that come with creating and putting yourself out there in the world. The better you are at feeling the difficult emotions, the the more successful you will be. And I I 100% subscribe to that belief. And the second big takeaway was compassion. Compassion is not something we create in our mind. It's something we feel in our bodies. And in that moment, I felt so much compassion for that little girl that never felt safe to feel. I allowed her to feel. I let her know she was loved. I let her know she was seen. She was heard and understood. And that felt better than anything that I could have experienced because she really needed that. She really needed that compassion. And thinking about how I can cultivate that compassion for myself and for others all the time. And it is that feeling. It's all about that feeling. It's all about being in our body. So it's a lot of takeaways. It's a lot. I just wanted to share this. I hope that you got something from this episode and I hope that you learn something that can help you take your power back because we cannot control the circumstances in our life. We cannot control what other people say, other people do, what is going on in the world around us. And that is why I think it is so important to be so in tuned with our bodies and be in our bodies and understand what is going on. And I know that it's hard work. It is so hard to deal with emotional and and mental challenges. But what I like to do is think about them as a new beginning. Because as I said, I know we can't change what's happening um, or what has happened in the past. And I just got to leave the past in the past. So my focus goes towards healing and coming back stronger than before. And I will say I feel so much stronger than before. And I hope the same for you. If you need 
any help with this or you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to answer those questions. And I know sometimes feeling your feelings if you're not in a good place can be really difficult. And I am not a therapist. This is not meant to be therapy. So I just want to make sure you know that. And if you are really struggling emotionally or mentally, there's incredible resources out there. Talkspace, um, there's another one. I'll make sure it's in the show notes, but there are great therapy resources out there if you're having a hard time really going there with those emotions. But if you have given away your power and you want help gaining it back and ready to take action and really ready to like sit in it, I'm here for you. Make sure that you send me a message and I'm so happy to walk you through this process because remember, you're not meant to do this alone and I am right there with you. All right. So that's it. That's what I got. Season two, ready to rumble. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so grateful for you and your time and listening to the show. If you haven't left a review yet, please leave me a review, good or bad. I don't care. I just want to hear from you. I want to learn from you. I want to learn what you like and so I can better show up and serve you. So thank you, my friend. I hope that you have a beautiful day, whatever time of day you're listening to the show. I'm looking forward to growing with you and continuing on this path. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.